Welcome back to the Total Focus Podcast. I'm your host, Paul. Our special guest this week is Katie Guevara. She is the current Ms. Delaware USA 2020. What an incredible person to have on the show. It's always exciting to have the current USA Delaware representative on the show and to have someone from my opinion one of the best systems in the country i am so excited Uh, and to have a title during covid is such a challenge and we really go over all of how she became um, the title holder how she started doing pageants and all the things that she's doing currently going into miss usa which at this point is supposed to be in november Fingers crossed. So I hope you guys really enjoy this episode and stay tuned. Our sponsor of the week is Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions. No matter if you need photos or video, they are the team to get the job done. So if you need photos for a pageant or a special event, they are the team to get the job done. And if you need a videographer for a special event, a wedding, or if you just need to shoot a commercial, they are the videographers to get the job done. So think of Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions for your next photo or video project. And welcome to the show. Hi, Paul. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so I'm so excited to have one of our incredible uh usa title holders in the house so i mean this is always a pleasure to have what i consider to be the best system in the um, entire pageant uh world to uh to have one of you guys here it's always a pleasure so well i am a bit biased but thank you again for having me oh no no i i hate there there's the um in in life um in my opinion having um, something that you look up to is not a bad thing. It's it's what motivates you, and there has to be someone at the top to look up to. But that's not and um, that's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. It motivates you to to work harder. And and in my opinion, I think USA is way above every other system. So absolutely, absolutely. I actually grew up watching um, Miss USA and Miss Universe with my mom. So it's something I always aspired to. And this is just truly a dream come true. Although the circumstances may be a little different than what they have been in the past few years, it has been incredible so far, regardless. Okay, well, you brought it up. So I guess, uh, <laughs> have they given you any insight? Like right now? Are you still like in a waiting in a um in a um like a hold pattern or Do you have some kind of idea how they're going to do it or? Yes. So the Miss Universe organization released um, about four weeks ago that the pageant would hopefully take place in November, um, towards the beginning of November. However, that is, of course, if it is safe to do so at that point. Um, They do have a very big production team, so we want to make sure that everyone's safety is top priority. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, one person can make everyone sick so it's it's a very big absolutely um i'm fascinated what the nba um organization is doing um where they're literally making everyone live in one hotel so i i don't know i don't know how like that's going i mean you guys basically take over a hotel for a normal production so it's going to probably even be even more intense with the um cleanliness um criteria and six fleet six feet criteria as well so absolutely so i freelance as a hair and makeup artist and um the agency i work with based out of tennessee actually sent me to a national pageant in florida last week or possibly two weeks ago um was just that the numbers princess were america rising. no so princess america um is actually this week this okay. was royal international miss and um surprisingly the pageant still took place despite florida in particular having numbers rising by the day um but you can tell that the hotel and the directors and the production team were all working in sync to make sure that the contestants were safe and the use of masks was um, top priority. You could see people walking around making sure that everyone had their masks on. 
there were hand sanitizers every corner that you turned. Um, and the hotel was taking temperature checks every single morning um, for anyone entering the hotel. So um, it was a pretty safe environment. So it is possible to have, um, I wouldn't necessarily say a large gathering, but a moderate sized gathering that is being monitored um, at this time. It's uh, it's so fascinating because I started this podcast uh, last February or, or last January, and to see how this um, pandemic has really affected the entire photography, modeling, pageant world, um, it, it's just, it's incredible. Um, the, oh, absolutely. The drastic difference in how life was and will what it will be until there is either even um, a treatment alone um, a cure so yes i don't think there's an industry that hasn't been affected by um covid19 so it this has become our new normal you know, know. making sure we're washing our hands quite often using a lot of hand sanitizer don't leave your house without your mask on well I, i'm sure that our listeners have had a lot of that so let's try and um take them away a little bit and let's tell them a little bit about yourself because i'm sure the my great listeners came to listen about your story and learn more about you so um let's try and uh let's let's tell them all about you so um how did you start into the pageant world or were you doing modeling before and was this something that you have been doing since you're a little kid? Um, because some people just tend to pick up pageantry right uh, right away, and some people do it um, very late in life. Yes. So I love my pageant story. I think it's, it's unique to me. Um, I got started in pageants when I was 10 years old, and it was because I was incredibly shy. I got a pamphlet in the mail, which apparently back in the day, that was like the big thing. You got a pamphlet in the mail mm -hmm. and um, everyone would sign up for, for this particular system. Um, so I competed in the preteen division at that time. And again, the main reason I entered, I didn't even want to do it myself. My mom wanted me to compete because I was so incredibly shy. And um, as a second generation immigrant, I had to constantly serve as a human translator for both my parents because they only spoke Spanish. Um, so, of course, I, I spoke Spanish at home, but because of my sister and ESL classes in school, um, my English did become what it is now. Um, so in order to serve as, you know, their human translator, I needed to have a little bit more confidence as opposed to kind of like hiding behind mom um, and, and talking. So, um, enter my first pageant and I got hooked. Mom got hooked. Um, we used it as an opportunity to learn. Um, she did make me, um, go ahead and fundraise all of my own entry fees. So I was having bake sales and she would help me bake. And it was, it was a very mother daughter fun experience for us to bond, but also to learn and to grow. So after that first pageant, I continued competing. Um, it has been 17 years now. Um, I never did the USA system until last November. And that was mainly because it was always like an unattainable dream for me. So like I mentioned earlier, um, mom and I grew up watching Miss Universe and Miss USA on TV. And um, those women were just like the absolute epitome of beauty, grace, intelligence, all of the wonderful things that every woman should aspire to be in today's society. And to me, that just seemed a little bit unattainable to me. I am 5'2". Again, I'm a second-generation immigrant. Um, I grew up knowing more Spanish than English. Our family was of low income. Um, I, I ended up being raised by a single mother after my dad left when I was about seven or eight years old. So I just felt like I had all of the things working against me. But, um, but you also sounds like you have a great you have a great story too. So yes, and I have a great support system. Like my family is absolutely everything. So when I approached my last year of eligibility in the Miss USA organization, I decided you know what I have absolutely nothing to lose at this point, and I have competed in just about every system that you can think of, and 
while they have been fun, I don't feel like I've been fulfilled. I don't feel like I've been able to share my story um, to the full extent and enter the Miss Delaware USA pageant. And of course, things did work out in my favor and I'm just truly honored. Do you think that if it wasn't for you competing in that first system, would you be on the same path? Would you have gotten the same job that you have or excelled in school or, or do you think your path might've been a little bit more rocky? It would have absolutely been completely different. Um, pageants truly changed my life. And as cliche as that sounds, they, they really did because had I not gained the confidence and the ability to speak in front of others, gain those communication skills, those interview skills, I would not have interviewed for my dream college that ended up giving me my full academic scholarship, which of course led me to get my Bachelor of Arts in Communication and Media Studies. Um, I also mentioned I freelance as a hair and makeup artist. All of that got started um, through pageantry. All of my clients are from the pageant world, even bridal clients. They usually are clients that I have worked with at some point in the past. Um, so to say pageantry changed my life is, is not an understatement. What is the, like the defining thing that you've um, come to really appreciate? Is it building that more connection with your with your parents through pageantry, or being able to build those connections because you've achieved so much, um, or the experiences that you've you've had, or something else? I think it's a combination of all of it. I've gotten closer to, of course, like my own family, but I've also been able to network with so many people um, from different walks of life and different industries, especially as Miss Delaware USA, all of these small, uh, all of these small businesses have come together to uplift and support the Miss Delaware USA brand. Um, so I've been able to make all of these incredible connections with people I would have probably never met before. And not to mention the sisterhood. This is, again, a very trying time for our country, but having 50 sisters from around the United States to be there for you and know exactly what you're going through is, is truly incredible. Do you feel that the USA group has been much more tighter because of the uh, a a outbreak? Or do you think you guys would have naturally been really close um, because of the system and the historical significance with the system and, and the, the actual amount of history that goes along with it? So I can't speak for previous classes of Miss USA, but I know that our class is pretty tight-knit. Um, I think one thing that makes our class really special is that we are all so incredibly passionate about our own initiatives, and we're so passionate about uplifting each other in speaking out and sharing those stories. So I, I loved being able to get to know all of my sisters from from around the country. And um, I was very fortunate to actually win with a couple of my really close friends. So I would, I would personally say that we're the tightest knit group <laughs> and we'll also have like the longest reign and the longest amount of time to kind of get to know each other before we get to Miss USA. So I think all of those factors really do help. So you had mentioned that you had competed several times. Do you think that is a great way to help with your confidence because you had specifically mentioned the reason why you initially did the pageant was to be able to be more bilingual and help your family out that way and be and be that connection to the the outer world for your for your family so um is it in your feeling to help build that confidence is it better to do multiple small pageants or if they, if you want to specifically go for that big title, should you just go ahead and, and go for it? Or like, what's your, I guess, strategy or, or longevity uh, outlook? Or was it not even, that wasn't even the, the idea originally, initially? 
Yes, we actually did not have a strategy. I didn't know that Miss Teen, Ex Teen USA existed back in the day. I do wish that I did know. Um, but I think it's also a personal preference, and it comes down to what type of competitor you think you will be and what system fits best for you. So there are a lot of organizations that are very service-based or very Christian-based or very talent-based. So whatever you think you want to focus on, um, I think that will determine what pageant system you, you choose to do. For example, I, um, because I was of low income, I didn't really have like a a stage ready talent. So I never danced or um, took vocal classes or instruments or anything of that sort that that you would traditionally see at a talent competition. So those pageants were never really an option for me. But I always, um, I knew I wanted to talk and I wanted to share my story and I wanted to make a difference in my community. Um, so those are the systems that I tended to go for. Have you ever gotten any like feedback that you're doing competitions that aren't that do not have a competition component? I I, I have sometimes I when I talk to colleagues, they mention sometimes they get backlash if they've only competed in a competition um, where there's no um, acting singing component where it's they're physic they're focusing more on your talking and your actual beauty and your walk um, component. So um, have you ever received that or criticism in any way? I have not received necessarily that type of criticism. Um, the only pageants that I did stay away from for a long time was pageants that had a swimsuit. And that was more so um, being I don't want to say bullied because being bullied is a very serious thing. Um, but I did receive a lot of backlash from people who didn't feel like I had the right body type to compete in swimsuit pageants. And that's why I held myself back from competing in those types of systems. Um, but it was until I had really gained the strength and the courage within myself to love the body that I'm in and embrace it because everybody is beautiful. There is no specific type of a body to compete in the swimsuit competition or the fitness competition. Um, so, yes. <laughs> well, do you think that's also a challenge too, to find systems that you don't have to um, put yourself in that situation? Because is that, from what you found, is that rare or is that, or is that more common? No, it's very common. There are hundreds of pageant systems in not only in the U.S., but internationally. So you can definitely do your research and find something that's right for you. Well, I, I always stress that you should do something that makes you feel confident and, um, you shouldn't purposely do something that's going to bring you down. So if, if there is negativity and there are people that are causing you to make you feel bad because you do something, you, you shouldn't compete. So I agree with you on that, but it, it sounds like you, you also wanted to challenge yourself. Um, and clearly you challenge yourself enough that, that you won Miss Miss Delaware. So, I mean, that, that just proves that all those, naysayers were completely wrong so yes yes at the end of the day it truly comes down to what you are comfortable with so um not necessarily of course it's good to take feedback from people and that's why pageant coaches and consultants and um yeah, all of these supporters exist but at the end of the day you want to make sure that you are competing for you and on your terms so it all comes down to that paperwork coming in the mail and your mom pushing it to help with the communication for the family. If, if that doesn't come in, do you think that independently that you would have done a pageantly, you know, let's say you would have um, gone in time 
would you do you think you would even would have done USA if that time just say basically everything still same same happened maybe you were on the same path but do you think you would have done pageants independently do you, was that something you were thinking of because you mentioned that you had been watching it so yes um i don't think i would have entered a pageant on my own on my own will <laughs> okay um so I, I thank my mom a lot for that. Um, I think the, traje- the trajectory of my life would have been completely different. And I truly believe that everything happens for a reason. And that was fate. That pamphlet in the mail was fate. Well, I, I've heard that several times. So I think that pamphlet was fate for a lot of people. And it sounds like it was good marketing at the time to really um, convince a lot of people in your generation, I, your generation, my generation, <laughs> <laughs> um, to, to live out their dreams. So yeah. Do you, uh, do you see that you're, are you going to really, um, uh, promote and be in the system? Um, you, you were saying you're, you know, you'd be aging out regardless if you won or not. So do you think you'll definitely be, uh, showing up now that you'll be, a a former title holder, uh, no matter what happens, um, at USA, hopefully when they have the pageant. Um, Absolutely. So Absolutely. I am so in love with the Miss Delaware USA sisterhood, and um, I'm I'm happy to hang up my heels after Miss USA and work behind the scenes. Um, I know that we will be in great hands coming forward in 2021, and she is just such a loving and incredible director, and um, she wants the formers involved as much as possible, and I'm like, I want to be involved please invite me back give me a job <laughs> oh yeah of course i mean it's always good to to have some some um past title holders and, and friendly faces in the crowd you know it all it definitely Absolutely. adds it adds to that um that legacy and you know it's like um when you go to a baseball game you want to see the hall of famers from from the uh, the team so it's always special to have you guys in the crowd so do you feel that it, that's important overall just to make sure that the talent that is coming after you know that they need to pick up their game and, and be, you know, make sure that they're uh, are on their top game to like bring more prestige to the, the community? Yes. Yes. And, um, you know, with, with COVID-19, it's been very difficult to make live appearances and being able yeah. to really, connect with the people in the community but I hope that in the short amount of time that I was able to make appearances I think I had a good four months um I was able to meet with enough people in the community and to set the example for the girls that will come um in future years um to be really proactive with their titles um you know, things are changing now and we have to use social media in new and creative ways. And I'm so thankful that we live in the day and age that we can do that. And virtual appearances are very much a thing now um, because it's so important to still keep the brands at the forefront and make sure that promoting that we're promoting that positivity. Yeah, it's one of the um, it's one of the coolest things. Um, I, I've had the opportunity to be the social media photographer for a couple of colleagues. Um, and the best part is doing the appearances and, and seeing you guys motivate people and doing speeches. So not to be able to do that must be uh, heartbreaking as well as devastating. Um, I, I would assume, I don't want to speak for you, um, have, have you enjoyed embrace? It sounds like you embracing the the virtual, and have you have you done a lot of virtual um, seminars and, and meet and greets? Yes, so I have done a couple of virtual seminars, and those have been really fun. Um, and now, what I will be doing on the Miss USA account is I will be having monthly chats with women who are willing to share their stories of how they found the strength within themselves 
um, to overcome obstacles and get to where they are today. So the first chat is actually going to be tomorrow. Uh, um, so by the time this podcast goes up, I'm sure the chat will be over. But um, again, we will be having them on a rolling basis. And the, the whole purpose is to really inspire um, viewers to to embrace the challenge. Embrace mm-hmm. the challenge. Find your strength. Um, because you can truly achieve anything as long as as you have a positive support system and as long as you keep yourself in the right mindset. Uh, hey, staying positive 100% is half half the battle. Like um, It really is. Um, I've read so many stories and watched so many reports about people that go through cancer treatment and people that stay positive seem to cope with it and seem to end up doing so much better and live longer. Um, it, it, it's amazing how um, the will to live is when you, you're positive about it, it really does help a lot. So, Absolutely. I just wanted to take one second from this great interview and talk about our sponsor of the week, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions. No matter if you're planning a wedding, a special event, or you just need an amazing headshot, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can just go right to their website at mavpp.com. Now let's get right back to the show and listen to this great interview. So it's such a shame because your colleagues with America, which is the only system that I would even remotely compare you guys with, is basically skipping this whole year and giving the girls... Um, the opportunity to hold the title for approximately 16 months. It's, um, it's, it's a shame because um, they're able to per- perhaps um, be able to do a couple of public appearances. Are you um, upset that you won't be able to do any public appearances with the time that you may have remaining, depending on what they do? Because... There's no guarantee that the state pageant will happen in a remote time either, too. So, Right. So, I mean, at this point, we're just kind of going with the flow. And I really have embraced all of the virtual appearances and being able to connect with my community that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I do pray that I will be able to um, go ahead and do a couple of like live appearances um, just to, to have that human interaction that we all crave. Um, I was able to see my teen at a photo shoot yesterday, and while photo shoots are fun, we we really miss getting out into the community and um, just spending time with each other as well. Yeah, I saw I saw that photo shoot. So was that in New York? No, it was in New Jersey. Jesse Lynn Palumbo is one of our sponsors. Awesome. So that's awesome. Yeah. So you guys had like a gold outfit on. So and that was like the yes. first. So that was like your first like um, couple um, sister photo shoot. It was actually our second, but okay. surprisingly, um, we never got photos in like our crowns at our first photo shoot. Oh, so no. we were so excited to go ahead and do that yesterday. Yeah, that's totally um, that's totally sad. I um, I sponsored the MRS, the Married Pageant, and last year they um, introduced the Ms. category. Um, so having that sisterhood photo shoot and having the crowns is such an important thing. So it's, it's sad that you guys didn't have it until this port, uh, this portion, but it, um, at least you guys had a great photographer to get that, uh, taken care of for you guys. Yes. Yes. So I, I, I know, um, I know that's, that's always important and I'm sure, um, I, I assume you guys were working on the cover for Miss Delaware's um, state pageant for next year. Cause I know you guys take those in advance. I guess I assume that was what that was for. We can't release any sneak peeks yet. Gotcha. So we don't know, don't know if this is a photo shoot. Well, so, Hey, for the program I'm book. just, I'm just, I'm just like, cause um, you put it on social media. So I, I assume that was okay to talk about, but um, yes. 
Um, so yeah, it just looked fun, and and I I agree with you. It it, it looked like it um it came out really great. So, um, your path to USA. Do you feel that USA is going to be at the end of the day really help you, or do you think that coming to USA is helping them, or do you think that it's both the same way? Like, are you getting as much effort and hard work or because of COVID the boost you would have got by being a state title holder and eventually being on national television is being a little dampered and you don't really know the situation yet. I think every title is all about what you give and what you get. So as much as you put in is as much as you will take away from it. So I personally do view the job of Miss Delaware USA as precisely that, a job. So I set aside time to go ahead and curate Instagram posts and make sure I'm reaching out to people in my community, whether it's to have these chats that I will be doing for my initiative or um, if they need uh, like books read to children who are, you know, stuck in daycare because their parents are still essential workers and they still have to... Um, be in that situation or um, I did like a cute video message for the Department of Social Services in Delaware so whatever whatever is needed I am more than happy to do that because again it is a job and I want to make sure I'm giving as much of myself as I can um, so that at the end of my reign I have all of these connections that I can use for my career in the future I mean those are some unique things or even things that i have never even thought of, um, and I've worked with um, USA Girls for for the entire year. So like that that's cool that you're basically going to be the spokesperson, um, and that you're going to be doing PSAs for for certain uh, industries. That's pretty cool. Do you do you think that's um, like? Are you like? I'm so uh, I I can't believe I'm doing a PSA like um and it's going to be something that someone's going to you know use as an archive and like they're going to make them feel better. Is that like Yes, it's awesome. It's so great. Um we all have, you know, these crowns and these voices and um I think industries are really looking for unique ways to go ahead and promote themselves too because of course they're going through trying times as well. So it's very cool being able to use my voice and use my title in that way. I mean, that's something in the past that like a president or a governor would get or like maybe like a like a TV celebrity or something. But like to get the opportunity as a pageant title and, you know, you're on your way, um, no matter if you want to become an actor or, or in the public I, you get to do it so young in your life. So that that's so cool. I mean, that... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the one that... It's always a joke one, but the I, the Marvel movies did a PSA with with Captain America, and it, it was kind of a joke during the Spider-Man uh, Homecoming movie, uh, show, movie. And so I always think of those PSAs as being um, always used to make fun of, but also it's, it's always a cool thing you know it's like a time capsule um you know because one it's supposed to be there to motivate and make the person feel good as well as you know you get to be that spokesperson so that's that's just a really cool thing so absolutely do you do you feel that you would love to be that face representing us usa delaware or do you think that hopefully the goal is to build that brand individually coming out of that and being the brand personally yourself and then representing an organization or, or you, you don't have interest in doing that. I think it's so important to do both. So I think it's important to have your own personal brand because there will be a new Miss Delaware USA every year. Um, but it's about the legacy that you leave behind. So I want to make sure that, the legacy I leave behind is mine. Um, and again, it's so much about what you give and what you take from the title. Um, so I, I do hope that Katie is remembered as Miss Delaware USA 2020. Well, I would, I would hope that you get an extra 
star there because the amount of um, trials and tribulations that you'd have to go, you've personally had to go through as a title holder this year, uh, this whole class definitely needs an extra star for the amount of effort and hard work. I mean, there's no, there's no class that can ever compare to the amount of uh, struggle you guys have had to go through as a class. So is yeah, that, there should be a little asterisk yeah. that says um, quarantine Queens next to all of our Exa- names. <laughs> no, exactly. I mean, um, I've always um, encouraged and, and thought that all past title holders should get like a forever um, sash and the forever sash should, should be like black with maybe gold, but maybe you should have something that says I was the quarantine, you know, representative, whatever, <laughs> because, yeah. cause like, you know, um, just wear it like a badge, um, of honor. Um, and I mean, that's, I, I have to believe staying, staying positive that, you know, this time next year that, we're at least being able to socialize without being so cautious, but you never know either. So, um, your pageant winning Delaware is historic because you had specifically said that you have never, you never competed in Ms. Uh, Delaware USA, right? So right. was there anything going into it that, did you do another pageant system that had the same criteria like Princess America that has the exact same system and basically is known to be like a practice system? Or did you just really go back and watch past Miss Delaware's or Miss USA's to really know the format? Because to go in and win USA system without competing is very hard. So how did you break that down? How did you really um clearly had the confidence clearly you were well spoken clearly you you had those things there but like knowing the the lay of the land how did you break that down yes so two of my nearest and dearest friends were actually former miss delaware usas so they were truly an asset in getting to know um the system um and i think i had mentioned this earlier i actually competed um, for my state pageant with, how do I phrase this, with two of my close friends, but they were competing in their own state. So we were all kind of preparing together. So having each other um, to help with, with the prep and not necessarily be in direct competition with each other was so great and um, so helpful to me because they had both already competed in the USA system. One was actually a team title holder. Um, so having all of these different like mentors and friends truly show me the ropes, um, made my experience a breeze. Well, that's really good that you had some mentors along the way to really help you, because if it wasn't for that, do you feel like you'd be going in blind? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Especially those two girls that have won Miss Delaware USA before they were, their help was truly invaluable. Do you, do you feel that if you went in blind, you would have been able to win? Or do you think that the knowledge that they did provide gave you enough confidence to know that it was something that you could achieve and it wasn't out of your ballpark? Or do you think that you had the the grittiness and, and confidence to do it without like looking back on it? Um, my prep team for Miss Delaware USA was pretty incredible, and I definitely put in all of the hard work and effort that you would expect going into such a large state pageant. Um, but I think having the extra, the extra set of hands and um, th- those encouraging words just made me more comfortable. So I wasn't necessarily nervous at Miss Delaware USA, which is probably crazy um, because it was such a huge pageant experience for me. Um, But I wasn't nervous. I kind of knew what to expect. And um, the other contestants were, you know, very friendly 
and the outgoing title holders were also very friendly and um, very encouraging. So um, I think just having that support system um, from the formers and contestants competing in other state pageants just made me a lot more comfortable and less nervous. Well, that was probably one of the reasons why the judges probably gravitated to you because you probably gave off this aura of, of that you were like winning this pageant was very natural, you know, that it, you know, it is USA, but you're not like scared that it's USA. Like I, you know, you, you know, as a judge sitting there, you can tell someone who's intimidated by the room. So it sounds like you weren't intimidated by the room. So do you, do you feel that was one of the things that really was helpful too, that you were able to understand not to be intimidated by the room? Yes, yes. I think it's so important um, when you're competing in a pageant to make sure that you drop your guard. And I think when when a lot of us get nervous, that's the first thing that, that goes up is our guard. And we just want to protect our hearts. Um, but dropping your guard and being really open and outward and just living in the moment um, goes such a long way because judges feel that and other contestants feel that. Everyone around you just feels that. It's like a, a, a light of positivity. Um, that radiates from you and it truly does make a difference oh i i absolutely agree with you people can feel the they can tell that you're off like there's just like it's you know i sometimes like i can feel that nervous nervousness uh, from someone so if i can feel it i'm sure that the panel of judges can feel it too absolutely I just wanted to take one extra second and talk about our sponsor of the week, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Production. No matter if you're planning a wedding and you need a wedding videographer, you're doing a music video, or you're doing commercial, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go right to their website at mav. PP.com. Now let's get right back to this great interview. I know that you have some incredible sponsors as well as organizations that have helped you along the way. And I definitely want to make sure we highlight them because without them, um, it would have been even harder for you to win USA. And so I definitely want to highlight them. So who, who should we, point out and make sure that people know more about. Yes. So in preparation for the Miss Delaware USA pageant, I worked with Amanda Marino Consulting, and she is incredible at what she does. Now preparing for Miss USA, I do work with my directors, CW Productions LLC, um, Bliss Nutrition, um, which is Allison Faroe, and she is wonderful at helping um, make sure that I am living a healthy lifestyle. I work with John Benton Fitness based out of Dallas, Texas, who is incredible at making sure I'm getting my measurements just the way I want them um, for Miss USA. We, of course, are all sponsored by Sherry Hill for the evening gown portion at Miss USA, and she'll also be providing our opening number outfits. And um, we work with Jesse Lynn Photography and Fadil Barisha um, for photography. Are you excited for... Now, I normally you get to like have a custom like dress made and you get to be sent down to Texas to talk to Sherry directly. Did you have like a virtual talk with her and are they? Made no. Custom? So fortunately we were able to take care of all of that before. Oh, so you got to meet her um, and everything. Yes. Oh, yes, that we was did. Exciting. So we did. Yes, we did all of that in January. Um, my team and I went together and it oh, was a really good. great experience. We got to, custom designer gowns and we actually both got them in already so we're very Ooh. excited did you did you have a fitting see if it was perfect because i know you have to always send it to have it just um like just from minor changes did it fit good and what, are you excited i'm very excited the fit but, is beautiful of course it might change within the next couple of months but it is a gorgeous gown i'm very excited to wear it 
hey, with any gown, it's just like a wedding dress, you know, just, you know, let it, uh, don't worry about it until, you know, until it's almost a couple weeks beforehand, because otherwise it's not. Yes. So, but that's exciting that you, you still got to experience that, because I think that's um, one of the biggest thrills to have, to be at the top and be able to experience um, that experience and actually get your dress design. So was that something you were yeah. like really looking forward to? It was, it was. And what's funny is that Sammy and I actually were recalling our experience. That was the last time we actually got to see each other in person was in um, Austin, Texas for, for that um, gown selection. Did you, you guys have like a party because there's usually they they invite several people so was there several states that went with you or was it just you guys so there were um a couple of different states there but it was almost more a private appointment so i was very fortunate to be able to go with one of my friends she's miss new york usa um so our appointments were only an hour apart and we were able to like give each other feedback on our gowns um and then i had my team there too so that was great well that was cool so you basically had a couple of your colleagues and you had your sister queen with you so that's 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 good like uh like reassurance that you're like comfortable in a great place so that's fun yes but it's it's also a shame that that like that was what almost um, at this point it's almost uh, seven months since the last time you've seen your teen. So you, I I assume you must be either doing a lot of phone calls or virtual meetings um, to just keep up with her. Oh yes, we talk all the time. I know that um, sometimes the teen and the Miz don't get to interact that much based on their school schedule. So, are do you feel that you're? Um, more uh, close with her because you're able to talk so much because she doesn't have school and you know she's literally just like sitting at home or if she she is sitting at home she's doing virtual school yes I mean I do think that helped Um, I am going to miss her she's actually going to Charleston South Carolina next month to start college so I'm going to miss her Um, but since we are kind of chatting more virtually and over the phone anyway i guess it won't be that much of a difference right exactly as long as long as the internet is still really strong it doesn't right it doesn't really matter. as and, long as you have wi-fi connection and, and you're also sincerity you're in new york so um you, you 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 guys haven't been in the same state that much the entire year is that correct um, well, I am just in New York while COVID is happening. Right. Um, okay. Just to be close to my family. Gotcha. Um, but in Delaware, we actually do live pretty far apart from each other. We live about two and a half hours away from each other. She's in the very southern part of Delaware, down by the beaches, and I'm in Middletown. Wow. So it's pretty, yeah. yeah, we're pretty far apart regardless. So basically, you're in the New Jersey, like Philadelphia area, and she's like the whole way yes. down by Maryland. So, yeah. yes, yes. So, do um for people that aren't very familiar with Delaware, is that like economically different? Like, is that are there more jobs in the north? Is it more industrial and in the, the the south? Is that more farm farming communities? Um the. So the northern part of Delaware is a little bit more, I would say, urban. So it's more of the city. Um, And the southern part of Delaware is, it's, of course, very well known for the beaches. But there are a lot of businesses down there. Um, Sammy's dad actually owns um, a car dealership, if I'm not mistaken. Um, So economically, there are jobs for everyone both in nor- in the northern and southern part of Delaware. Um, but it just depends on what feel you like. So I've always been a little bit more of a fan of, like, the more city-like feel. Um, L.A. is one of my favorite cities in the United States. Um, so being close to, like, Wilmington gives me that feeling. Oh, I, I don't blame you. I um, If you are going to give me a survey and you'd ask me if I would like a city vacation or or a beach vacation 
I'm the crazy person that would pick the the city vacation. The city. <laughs> I just like the like, you know, crazy like big towers and like seeing all the cool architecture and all that kind of stuff. And I mean, mm -hmm. there's only so much you can do on a beach unless you literally just want to get a sunburn. Like I, you know, yes, <laughs> I'm all for a great beach vacation, but that's like a max of three days. I don't know that I can yes. live in that area. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and I, I think there is more than three days worth of things. You, you can go to a ballet, you can go to oh, a musical, absolutely. you can, you know, there's always a tall building to go stand, you know, to take photo, you know, when things are normal. Um, so you mentioned your sponsors, but is there anything like, is there anything important? Like I, what's your, what is your, they keep on changing the word, but what is your purpose or your platform for your pageant? What, what was one of the things that you're really pushing for to, to help and change? And I definitely want to make sure that people will reach out to you if, if there's something you're focusing on. Yes. So I mentioned it a little bit earlier and it's called Strengthen Me. So that is the initiative that I um, am very passionate about. And it's all focused about around empowering young women to overcome all obstacles um, by finding the strength within themselves. And whether that strength comes from a family member or a mentor, making sure you have that positive light that is making sure that you are being steered in the right direction. So for me growing up, that was my mom. Yes, we had a lot of a lot of things working against us. But my mom was always that that ray of light that never made anything seem like it was going wrong or like it was hard work or like she was tired or didn't want to do it. Um she was always my rock and the person that encouraged me to dream big. And she had, she, she was just like truly everything to me. She was my hero. She is my role model. I mean, and she continues to be that today. I, I mean, you've made that very prevalent. I was, I mean, I was just going to say it was that it, it's very evident that your mom is your entire life. So, um, or yes. a very, <laughs> very major portion. So, um, I mean, it's very obvious that if it wasn't for your mom's encouragement, you wouldn't be in the spot you would um, starting off. You you made that um, very prevalent on several of the comments you made. So it's always incredible to have that influence in your life. And it's great that your mom was your, your influence and really helps you there. Yes. And I fully understand that not everyone may have um, – a present parent the way I did, but it's about going out into your community and finding someone that can fill that spot. Um, so I, if someone needs a, a mentor, I am happy to step into that role. And that was something that I did want to do in person, but it's something that I will continue to do virtually now. I mean, I, I think that your platform is exactly what we need more we need more people to be compassionate and to be role models for people um in the past i've i've taken um kids out that are you know have a family you know like they have um the fathers left the family so maybe i've taken the child out and taken them to the baseball game to make them you know feel special and let them know that you know if they, you know, so being a big brother to a little kid or whatever, I think it's really important. I think that being that role model to those people that um, need help when they're younger, I think is so important because those are the people that go on to perhaps, you know, run for office or are there in the hospital or fire, a fire officer or a police, a policeman. So that's so important. I mean, I don't know other way to like, expressed that like if you deal with those issues when they're a little kid and you make them feel smart and intelligent that like they'll be productive human beings when they're older yes 
Absolutely. Um, I know, I'm sorry if I'm taking your like your thunder. I apologize. If oh I, no, you're like, you are just enhancing the point that it is so important to reach um, our youth when they are in these like very important stages of life. Um, I, I think I mentioned earlier that my dad left when I was you know somewhere between six to eight. Like we we kept in contact in those three years, but truly left my life when I was eight and um I'm so sorry making sure oh no it's okay it's something I've, I've learned to deal with and growing up in a single parent household um you know my mom again never made it seem like anything was wrong and my siblings were always so incredible and so there for me um so it's it's about having those positive role models at those very crucial stages of life so I think uh my path was really forged for me between the time that I was like nine to 13 years old. And that's when you really need to serve as a mentor and as a role model for, for our youth. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think that's the most critical because, um, middle school, middle school, in my opinion, is so devastating. I think that's when kids realize that they can be cruel to kids and get away with it. And they realize that words are so, um, divisive and also um devastating you know and uh so those years are just so so for you to to really point that out and put focus on that i really commend you for doing that um and i hope that really does make a change and maybe because more people are are sitting at home and there's more time to, to focus on things maybe more people will um will actually pay attention to your initiative and I hope more people take it up. So are you, are you taking like, are you recommending like virtual, like, like how, like, how would you recommend, like, would would you recommend, is there any kind of like connection way? Like, are you, is there a way to connect people that may need a mentor that isn't that, that, troubling age and then the person who has the free time that might be a good mentor that has time and maybe has um the good resources to or has the time to actually talk to that person and make them feel special yes i have a great group of of very incredible people that are more than happy to step in and be a mentor for youth that needs it um, one, one example that comes to mind is exactly how Best Buddies does it. Um, I know that because of everything that is going on right now, all of the Best Buddy meetings have to be virtually. done virtually. So it, yes. And honestly, it's, it's more so rather than the human interaction, while that is very important, it's more so knowing that you have someone there that is willing to listen to you and um, actually cares about you. Um, So that is something that I think all of us can do um, at at any point in life, because it it truly takes what 30 minutes to an hour out of your day to be a good person and to be, to be there for someone that maybe doesn't have a positive influence in their life. Just saying, just saying hello and being nice to someone sometimes is just enough to like really make someone feel good so absolutely it goes such a long way Mm -hmm. i've seen like three different stories about little kids like three and four um being like because they're stuck at home in a not a normal time frame they've started to become friends with one story about the one kid um becoming friends with the train uh, ticket man um, and that's not the right position but the gentleman who works on the train and I, I guess the train ticket the, the ticket operator um, the mother would take the child to watch the trains come into the station every day and they became friends and then the other story that I just watched was the FedEx guy and also the UPS guy um, became friends with this little three-year-old um, and it's like the same thing. It's just like it's the same person that, you know, he's dropping off packages and the kid is building like this connection and like they're having a fun interaction. It's just like those little things do add up and they do matter so much. 
Yes, that's so sweet. It is. It's so sweet. Um, because like on on a normal like a norm in our normal life, you wouldn't have that because they would be in school, you know. But like right, that um, and they would probably be building that interaction with their own classmates. But it's nice that that's being filled in with with um, normal normal adults that are just going along their day, but they're being appreciated, you know, because no one usually appreciates the person who works on the train and takes the, the tickets or, or, or really appreciates the person working, you know, at the UPS, you know, because those are just thankful jobs that people just do. So I just thought it was right. Really, it's just such a cute, <laughs> cute story. Um, I know. I love stories like that. They warm my heart. <laughs> I know. And we need like, you know, we need more of those. That's really, um, is there anything that it's upcoming that you're really excited for? Because, um, by now, normally we would have known that you're Miss USA and we'd be talking about you living in New York and all that kind of stuff in the official USA, um, apartment and everything. So, um, uh, you know, it, are you like, have you even like comprehended, like, you know, you know, that that's on the, um, that's possible. Like how, how's, how's your brain work that all out? I'm just so blessed to be able to go to Miss USA. Um, <laughs> right. this, this truly seemed like an unattainable dream. Um, so I'm sorry if really... I jump too. Sorry if I jump too. <laughs> like Paul, I'm, you want to talk about winning already? I just want to go. <laughs> I'm so excited to just take in that week. I know um, that the Miss USA and the Miss Universe organization put so much thought and work and effort into making sure it is truly a once in a lifetime experience that I can't wait to to just get there. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I, I apologize if I was jumping ahead, but like, you know, it's only natural because the calendar says that like the pageant should have naturally, you know, typically it's in like, it should have know, happened yeah, by now. right. Like May, <laughs> it should have happened like between May and June, you know? So, you know, typically you would have already had your USA crown and sash, you know, not to, if you don't want to jinx you, so you don't have to say it. So, um, <laughs> so um, that, that must be a little, does that feel stressful that like you have to continue to, to wait or are you in a really good spot and you feel very good about what you have now and it doesn't really matter either way? Um, at, at this point I've, I'm pretty calm and I've learned to just kind of go with the flow and having, um, family members that actually work in the healthcare industry, I fully understand how important it is to keep all of these situations safe. Um, so I just, I, I'm, I'm with the Miss USA and the Miss Universe organization in that we will have this pageant when it is safe to do so. Oh, I, I agree with you. I, I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna happen, but it's gonna happen when it's safe. And I, yes, whether I, it's four months from now or six months from now or, I, or a year from now. No, I, I, I mean, I think that's the, the right way to, you know, I, I don't want to bash our, uh, bash our sister pageants that are in other systems, but I think it's a little irresponsible doing pageants and bringing a group of people in right now. But, you know, everyone has to do what they need to do to support their own business. But I really do appreciate, and this is one of the reasons why I love USA so much, that they know they have such a big impact and they have a TV um, presence that it would not look good and as well as just be not the right thing to do to put you guys on television in a bathing suit or an, or an evening gown and promote that when it's not right. So I, uh, I'm 100% behind you as an organization, you know, as a, as a fan, as well as like a sponsor that, um, you know, you're, I think you guys are on the right track and I, I appreciate you guys putting on the right face. So, yeah. So, um, I really do appreciate your time. Uh, I've, 
I've had the opportunity to talk to you about an hour, so I, I don't want to hold you any longer. Um, I really appreciate uh, you coming on the show. And after you win USA, I would love to have you back on so we can talk all about USA and, <laughs> um, and, and, and just have that experience. So if it's not in November, then hopefully it will be short after that. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, Paul. And thank you so much for your like support and encouragement. <laughs> oh, I, I really appreciate you um, coming on my show. It means so much to me personally. And I really appreciate the time and effort that you've put in um, overall. Oh, thank you. Katie, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate learning more about you, and I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to talk about your state, your system, and COVID, and all of the things that go along with it. Uh, it was absolute pleasure to hear more about your story and how you've really dedicated yourself to helping other people that went through the same situation that you have, and hopefully you will do the same that your mom did to be a role model to other people that may be struggling with uh, one parent not being home and being needing that extra role model. So I appreciate you being that bright light in this darkest hour. Thank you so much for my wonderful fans, and I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening and, and commenting and doing everything that you do to make this show phenomenal, and I appreciate you really making it a weekly show to listen to. And I appreciate all of you so much. Don't forget, we also have our movie review show with my co-host, Yvonne Carlos. So just subscribe to this channel, Total Focus, and you also get our movie, re movie review show called The Movie Breakdown. So please like, comment, and subscribe. And as always, please stay tuned.